Welcome to Road to Redemption, a show sharing powerful life testimonies, giving hope to those on their own road to redemption. I'm excited for the show that we have today here on Road to Redemption. I'm your host, Colby Anderson. I have my brother, Dylan Beck, with us today. Glad to have you with us in the studio today. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well, man. It's an, it's an absolute honor. It's an absolute joy to be here with you, man. Thank you for, for having me. Yes. Well, uh, Dylan and I have been, been doing life together here in, in, uh, in small groups and stuff. So I know, I know your story a little bit, Dylan, but I want you to, and I brought, we, we brought you on so you can share um, just a little bit about your history, your past before Christ. And then what God has done since you have accepted him into your life. So just, I'm going to let you take it from here. Share share a little bit of your story with us, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, my name's Dylan Beck. Uh, I'm 23 years old. I've been in the area now for about six years. Um, I'm from Alabama, so central Alabama, Bama boy. Um, but yeah, man, I, I uh, you know, I was raised by a single mother. Um, so that was challenging in itself, but really no big relationship with Christ, you know, other than, you know, we had grandparents that were Southern Baptists at heart. Mm-hmm. Um, so that started early, you know, from about the age of three to four up until I was 12 or 13, you know, I was more or less dragged to church, uh, more or less just brought with the grandparents. It was a, it was a prerequisite to kind of be in the family, if you will. Um, but yeah, we, we went to church every weekend. It was a Southern Baptist church, you know, so doing hymns and doing Psalms for, about an hour and a half before we get into the service. But, you know, I I never really had a relationship with Christ. I never knew about the love and the grace uh, of Jesus Christ. It was all law um, and no love. And, you know, that, uh, that took a toll on me. It made me to where when I, when I got into my teenage years, I I didn't have any desire to be in the church because I just, I just knew the law side of it. I just knew what I should be doing and and what I wasn't doing. Um, So it took a toll on me mentally. Um, but, you know, my mother was a believer. And so all throughout my childhood and all throughout my teenage years, you know, I saw her worshiping God. I, I saw her praying. I knew that she had a prayer life. I knew that she had a love for Christ. Um, so I, I feel like that kept me connected in a way. But, you know, I had a traditional teenage life. You know, I got influenced by the world. I got influenced by relationships that I had at school. Um, you know, started smoking marijuana, started drinking, started chasing girls. Um, I just didn't have any personal relationship with Christ at all. Yeah, you, you said something. I, I love that. All law, no love. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and, and we can get like that in, in, in our, if we don't really understand who Jesus is and we don't really have a relationship. I grew up in a similar situation, but it was, it was about what I did right and wrong, mm-hmm. which was mostly wrong back mm-hmm. then, uh, as opposed to uh, how much God truly loves me. Absolutely. You know? So, you know, the cool thing, Colby, that I think, you know, I go back now and I look on is, is I always had a call on my life. Um, no matter where I was or no matter what I was doing, I, I felt something inside of me yearning to get out. And, you know, I still feel that today. I feel a heavy call on my life and anointing on my life, if you will. I, but even from a, your, a early age, you know, when I was in high school doing all the wrong things and hanging out with the wrong people, I, I felt that I was supposed to be doing more. I felt that I was supposed to be more. Um, and, you know, when I look back now, as I've developed a personal relationship with Christ, it was him. You know, it was him just convicting me. It was him calling me out of that, that bondage and that, you know, that, that thought process that I had that was just, it was all wrong. But he wasn't involved, but it, he was at the same time. Um, and it's so beautiful to look back on now. You know, we'll kind of fast forward a little bit. When I was 18, I was graduating high school 
And um, I had the, the wonderful opportunity to come here and to live here in this, this beautiful county, this beautiful state. And um, I took that opportunity. I was 18 years old. I came down and was working here on 30A um, as, a, as a busser, as a host, as a dishwasher um, in a local restaurant, Hurricane Oyster Bar and Grill, right there on, uh, on Grayton Beach in 30A. So, and, and still living the wrong way, still no personal relationship, um, but still feeling that calling, still feeling that impression that God had on me to, to do more and to be more. Um, and shortly after that, you know, I was 19 years old at the time. I, I'd, I'd left Hurricane Oyster Bar and started working at Chanticleer Eatery, uh, still in Grayton Beach and still kind of living the wrong way. But, um, man, I met a good friend of ours, Travis Wilburn, and, man, that changed everything. Um, so when I met Travis, we just, we instantly connected. I instantly just was attracted to him. And, you know, later on, I figured out it was because of his relationship with Christ, you know, that light that he had on him. Um, that just passion for God that he carried with him everywhere he went. And uh, so I connected with him. We kind of text each other after the lunch there. And I wanted to meet him. I wanted to talk to him. I wanted to figure out what it was that just made him seem so successful or made him seem so bright, if you will. Um, So I'm 19 again at the time. And, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to this meeting. I'm looking forward to talking to him. But I think in, in my perspective, in my view, it was more of, you know, this guy looks successful. He looks like he's got some money. He looks like he's doing pretty good in life. What can I learn from him? And so, you know, coming into that meeting, I was so excited and and so ready to learn, but not learn the right thing, you know, just learn how can I get more money or how can I get more success? How can I be happier in life? And uh, I'll never forget it, man. We went to lunch at my current job on 30A. And, uh, man, we sat down and I was so nervous, but I was so excited to talk with him. And, uh, the first question he asked me was, do you have a personal relationship with Christ? And it shook me, you know, because I didn't expect that question. And my answer was no. So, you know, I responded with, you know, no, not really kind of shared a little bit of my story like I'm doing with you guys now. Um, and he looked at me and he said, well, I know why you're here. You know, I know what you want to learn. I know what you want to know about me. But before we talk about any of that, we're going to talk about your relationship with Christ. I love that. And, uh, man, it was so powerful. Um, yes, I, I love that. Um, you know, I, you and I talked a little bit, and, and we've been doing life together, like we said, for a while. But but I know your story, and I know how one invitation has really changed your life. And I, and I, and I love that because um, that's all it takes sometimes. It's mm. just uh, yeah. for us to get out there and, and talk to other people and really— um, just be intentional about what we're trying to do for the kingdom, which I know Travis is. And so that's, that's, that is just an incredible story. Um, would love to hear like a little bit about, I know you had some tragedy yeah. in your life. And, and, and the reason I bring that up is because I know a lot of the listeners out there have also dealt with tragedy deal. And I see you at 25 now, 23 right You're now, 23 24 right at now. the end of the year. Yep. 24 at the end of the year. Okay. So you seem much older than that. You're <laughs> Thanks, mature man. for your age. That's yeah. great. But, uh, you know, I see where God has brought you mm. through a tragedy that you dealt with in your life. And yeah. so many of us have, but I think the listeners need to hear a little bit about that. Uh, absolutely. You know, um, and, and, you know, I'm glad that you brought that up. I'm glad you brought up the one invite because, and we'll get into this, but man, that one connection, um, really brought me out of, um, desperation, really, um, despair. 
But yeah, you know, I lost my mother at 18 years old. This was shortly after coming into Santa Rosa Beach, shortly after coming in and starting to work at Hurricanes, um, probably about three weeks in. Um, my mother was dating a guy and um, it was a short-term relationship. They had been talking for maybe two or three years um, and we had actually moved into their home and we were living together. So it was a, a big family. He was a, a father of two kids. My mother was a mother of four. Um, so we had six children and uh, weren't living in the biggest house. So yeah, we had a big family, small house and man, but we, we came to know this guy. We came to love this guy. We came to share our life with him. Um, and eventually, you know, as I was getting ready to come here and getting ready to leave uh, my hometown, uh, my mom decided to leave him and just decided that it wasn't, you know, the best thing. He had been having some affairs and just some things going on that weren't the best. Um, and so I just advised my mom that she needed to kind of get away from it um, and ended up helping her get her own place and, and to move out of that, that home and, and to get back on her own feet. And, you know, that's scary as a, as a single mother that's been doing yes. it all her life and that's finally kind of came into a relationship where she's she's getting help, she's getting financial help, she's getting emotional help, uh, and she's getting help with the children. You know, it's, it's a hard thing for her to take a step out of that and to go back to doing it all alone again. Um, and so I had to kind of walk with her in that at a very early age. You know, like I said, at 18 years old, I'm, I'm just telling her, hey, everything that I make, I'll give to you just to help you and just to get you out of this situation. You know, I want you to be happy. I want you to be stable. I want you to be um, growing and not, you know, diminishing, if you will. Um, but yeah, so shortly after I moved here, they were in a transition space where they were kind of getting away from one another. He wasn't too happy about that because obviously they've done a lot of life together. They've sacrificed a lot together. He's sacrificed a lot to kind of build this life with her. And um, yeah, so it turned into him kind of stalking her around the small town we lived in. He would harass her and kind of text her all the time, call her all the time, text and call people she knew. And it just became a very um, abusive situation, if you will. But Shortly after I moved here, he broke into the home that she was living in. He shot and killed her, and then he shot and killed himself. So mm. um, a homicide, suicide situation. And, you know, luckily, Colby, even through that tragedy, God was covering our family. You know, you know, I get emotional talking about this, but I have two younger brothers. They're back home in Alabama with their biological father. And, you know, that weekend, they were with their father. And that wasn't something that really happened regularly. It was something that God aligned because I think truly, I think if they were there that he would have, you know, inflicted pain or worse on them as well. Um, so, you know, I, I think God, even through that tragedy, he was covering our family and covering those two boys. Um, but yeah, it was, a, it was a terrible thing to go through for sure. Yes, I, I think about your story often just uh, to see what God has done and how he's brought you through. Um, and, and you're a survivor. You're, you're one of these guys that like, you're gonna, you're gonna move forward. You're gonna take with what, what's been given to you and move forward. But uh, the brokenness that you're going to deal with outside of God mm. is, is a lot different than the brokenness you're gonna deal with with God. For sure. And so, I, so, so talk a little bit, and, and not necessarily just to that subject, which you can, but, but also to just what, what he's done for you since all of this and since coming to uh, know Travis and, and coming into, you know, men's group. Yeah, it's, uh, 
it's been a world of difference. You know, I think that the listeners can relate to this, but you know, when we deal with something like that and it's even, you know, as small as stress from life, it doesn't even have to be something as big as a tragedy, like I just mentioned, but it's just, you know, life is full of trials, you know, life is full of attacks. Um, and we know this as believers cause we, we see it more clearly and we see it more often. Um, but I think that the world's response is very different from a believer's response or someone that has a relationship with Christ. You know, even me um, forming that newfound relationship in Christ, I was still seeking external pleasure, if you will, to just kind of mask those emotions. You know, obviously I, I went into a depression. Obviously I had anxiety and worry about my future. And obviously I felt alone and isolated, you know, without a mother, without a father. Um, so there's so much that comes with that. And I looked for external sources. You know, like I said, I, I smoked marijuana for a long time. That was a big coping mechanism for me. It was something that I used to um, kind of mask all of those emotions and mask those those doubts and those fears and that depression. Um, and even, you know, drinking a little bit, but, you know, even things like porn, you know, is huge that you get wrapped into. Um, but we look for all these external sources to mask those emotions and to kind of cover those up when God gives us grace and love that will cover everything. Um, and, you know, that's something that I could sit here and talk to you about for an hour. But, you know, it, it really, and I want to go back to this, Colby, because what you said is so true. That one connection with Travis changed the entire trajectory of my life. You know, I was lost. I was depressed. I was beaten up. I was alone. Um, and just meeting him changed the entire trajectory of my life. You know, shortly after meeting him, I was plugged into Destiny Worship Center here in Miramar. I was plugged into your small group at your house, um, which was my first small group ever. Um, and, and man, it changed my life, you know, not overnight. Don't get me wrong. Things didn't change, you know, in one day or even in one week or even in one year. You know, there were still things that I had to deal with personally in my personal relationship with Christ. But you know, being separated from Christ, you deal with so many things that you don't know how to deal with, you know, and you, you try to deal with them in many ways, but just having that personal relationship, having a community of guys um, that you can go to, that you can share with, um, and that can support you through that, because we've all faced, again, trials um, that have pushed us to our limit, you yeah. know. And, and we'll continue, you know, we'll continue to. That's why we still meet. We still do our small groups every week um, because there, there's stuff that we're all still dealing with and going through. But, you know, there's um, there's people who will be listening to this who they've already have a relationship with Christ. Mm. And then on the other side, the people that don't. And so for the people that do, mm. you know, the word that I want to get across today through your um, testimony, Dylan, is uh, what does it look like? to be intentional about spending time with people who, yeah. who are hurting, yeah. you know, doing what, what Travis did and taking time, opening your house for a small group and inviting people into it because mm. we've seen it and it's, and it, and I've talked about it here before. It's, it's sometimes it's hard to, um, for people to understand it unless they've been in it, but small groups, is the way God's called us to do life together. And I've seen a change in you. Absolutely. When I walked into that small group, which was the first small group I'd ever walked in years before you got there, it changed me radically. Mm. It radically changed Travis. That's why Travis was intentional to invite you because Amen. he started doing life with other men of God 
it's a men's group, but men or men and women, if it's a, a co-ed or just a women's group, but we started doing life together and that's what really changed everything. And that's what God calls us to do. And, and I love to see you at 23 years old, Dylan, where you would have been without coming into that and and where, where, where you are now and where your future is. I told mm. you the other day, I'm like, dude, you're 23 years old. Mm. I was 35 when I came to know Christ. You've got 15 years on me, actually more than that. Man, God's got some incredible things down the road for you. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see uh, what, what he's, what he's going to do next. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you and me both, um, you know, I feel so blessed to, to be in community that I'm in, to be in this area. And, and you're right, Colby, you know, it one, again, I, you know, I've said this multiple times throughout, but that one connection, that one invite, and I know you, you feel so passionate about this, but that one invite to small groups changed my life. It changed your life and it changed Travis's life. Um, and it's changed so many of our friends' lives. You know, we know so many people that have been affected in a positive way just by someone taking the initiative. Um, and I think that that is the most important thing. And I'll, I'll say this, I think it starts with making your personal relationship with God a priority. Um, it Absolutely. has to start there because if you are not developing that personal relationship with Christ, you won't be filled enough to go in this world and and to do the things that we're called to do um, because it's not an easy task. You know, it takes heart, it takes boldness, it takes initiative to, to go out and to do those things. It takes boldness to invite guys into group because, you know, we're not perfect. Um, just because we're in a small group, just because we're a part of the church, we still deal with things too. And the enemy tries to use that to diminish the power that we have. Yes. Um, but Christ gives us authority through his grace and through his love. And, you know, again, I just, I think it's so important, Colby, what you just said. We we do need to go out and, and be a fisher of men like the Bible calls us to be. You know, we're not just here to develop a personal relationship and to keep that all to ourselves. You know, we're called to develop that personal relationship, um, develop that love for Christ and to go out and to share it with the world. So That's right. No, that's so good, Dylan. You're absolutely right. And it does start with a personal relationship. What I've seen too, though, is it's hard to start a personal relationship without other encouragement around you Absolutely. because you have so many things coming against you. You don't understand the word as much or, or whatever it is that you're dealing with. But when you come into a church and you get to hear, start hearing some things and then when you really get into a small group, there's other men and women around you that are that are being able to explain and tell you the, the the how they interpret this scripture, how this scripture changed their life that you may not know if you just read it by yourself. And that's why we're so um, intentional about bringing people into small groups. Mm, you know, so good. And and it doesn't. Um, sometimes I feel like they get the rap of well, so people think that they have to be. Uh, a better Christ follower to come mm. in. <laughs> yeah. Man, that is such a lie. Uh, if that were the case, none of us would have come into it. Yeah, amen. You know, because we all feel uh, uh, inadequate, especially early on in our walk, but even walking away from Christ. Some, yeah. some of us, I was in the church for eight years before I joined a small group. I should know the Bible, but I, I never picked it up at that point. Mm. It wasn't until I came into the small group and I heard other men of God talking about the Bible that, I, that, that God stirred my heart to do that. Yeah. So, Dylan, thank you. I uh, just want to say that. Thank you for sharing your, your testimony because your tragedy and the way you have been able to move on from 
from the the tragic death of your mother mm. um, is just incredible. Yeah, and I know that people out there that are hearing this are well, they've dealt with tragedy, but they don't know where to turn. Mm. So what I'll say to that, we we encourage three things here on Road to Redemption, and that is God speaks through His written word. So I encourage everybody to open the Bible. There's Bible apps. Uh, you you probably have a Bible laying around somewhere, but if you don't, there's an app. U Version Bible is one that I use. Open the Bible and start reading it. The second thing I will say is 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 come to church. We're here in Miramar Beach, but it doesn't matter where you're at. You can be anywhere. Get plugged into a gospel preaching church. It'll change your life. Amen. And the last thing I'll say is small groups. We are so, so passionate about small groups here at Destiny Worship Center and we, 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 because we've seen it change lives. And so we know that it'll change your life if you step into one. I don't care what your walk is. If you've been walking with God for you know, 40 years or, you, or you've never walked with him or you walked away for 20 years, whatever that looks like, join a small group. I can almost guarantee you, depending on, you know, there's different small groups doing different things. But if you, if you get into one who's um, passionate about growing in Christ, uh, it'll change your life. It'll absolutely change your life. So we thank you, Dylan. I thank you for being with us here on Road to Redemption. Absolutely, Colby. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Road to Redemption, sharing powerful life testimonies, giving hope to those on their own road to redemption. If you have any comments or questions, we would love to connect with you. You can reach out to us at destinyradio.live. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week on Road to Redemption.